Hi, this is Melissa Wood Tepperberg, and this is the Move with Heart podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> Just breathe it all in. I want to talk. I can't lie. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be short, sweet, and very spicy. And we're going to get right into it because apparently some of you think I talk too much. <laughs> As excited as I am to finally start this podcast and to share all of the things with all of you, I can't help but be completely honest that laying in bed last night, thinking about recording this episode, just there's been so much resistance that's been coming up and I've been so fearful of sharing my story in this way because I realize that I never have. I've I've definitely opened up on podcasts before and in interviews, but this time feels different. And it's because I'm I'm here with myself and there's no one in the room with me, no one interviewing me to distract or shift in a different direction. It's it's really just me being here with my thoughts and with all of you. And I really wanted to share that because I really believed I was a recovering perfectionist, but I have to tell you that that perfectionist still lives deep within me. And it's really not easy being vulnerable and telling the world who you are. Everyone thinks that they know you, especially in this day and age on social media, but there's so much more that people don't know in everyone's life. And for me, I know that I would not be the woman that I am today. I would not be doing this work. I would not be here with you if I didn't vulnerably share my story. And just reminding myself of that last night gave me the courage to to be here and to share that, to be really honest with that, because I believe no matter how far that you have come and no matter how much work that you do, there's always things that stand in our way that make us fearful and we can choose. We have a choice. We can either let that fear stand in our way and hold us right there or we can choose to lean into it. And me being here with you, with with sharing this podcast, with sharing my life, with sharing the tools and the things that have transformed me to the woman that I am today, to the person that I've become, the mother, the leader, I feel ready. I feel really ready to open this chapter of my life. And I'm really honored and excited to have you here with me. I grew up in Syracuse, New York. I am one of six kids. I have four sisters and a brother. My mom and my dad had the five girls and divorced when I was seven years old. And I think when you are in that place of, you know, watching your family split apart, you get into this mode, at least I did, 
because my mom was now a single mom. You know, we would visit my dad on the weekends, but I really fell into this survivor state and did whatever I could to just stay afloat because at that point, I really think at that point in your life, especially as a child, you are really in tune with the world and and an image. And for me, one thing that was really important to me growing up was never letting people know that I came from a broken, dysfunctional home. It was something that I was unfortunately so ashamed of and embarrassed of and just really wanted no one to know. I remember waiting for the bus and I was really embarrassed that we had a very small house. And I was also embarrassed of it because kids made fun of me for that. So I would wait a few driveways down so that the bus didn't pick me up exactly in front of my house. And then when the bus driver would drop me off, I would always tell him, oh, oops, you can drop me here. You pass the house. And just little things like that really stick with you. And I believe growing up in that that way, it really molds you to just disguise the things that you feel shameful of. And now as I've grown and I've done so much work on myself, as I continue to do so much work on myself, I now see how that, that younger version of myself really moved through me growing into a teenager. And then, and when I eventually moved from New York, how it, that really carries with you. And I did anything that I could, <laughs> literally, even when my, I think back to when we would go school shopping and school shopping is a bit of a struggle when you're poor. And I remember going to Kmart and my mom said we could each pick out two outfits, which was a really big deal. And I remember getting all up in there, coordinating the outfits so that my two outfits could also work with my my sister's two outfits so that we technically had four outfits. And I just, I remember like the effort that I put in to like go out of my way so that things didn't always look as they really were on the inside. And I will say that I have a great relationship with my mother and with my father, and I've worked really hard at that. Forgiveness is really such a beautiful thing when you understand that everyone is just doing the best that they can with what they've been given to them. And I know that. I know that with every ounce of my being. But that doesn't mean that things do not scar you as a kid. And um, as as I grew and eventually moved out of Syracuse. So I'll really just give you like a quick little snippet on this. So I came to New York for the very first time. This was over, over 17 years ago. And I had never been to the city. I came with a friend and I just remember walking out on the street for the very first time and having this feeling inside of me, this electric feeling that I had never experienced before in my life. It was like I became alive for the first time and I knew nothing about the city. I 
did not know my way around. And I just, I had a map and I explored the city. I remember like figuring out like how to go from the east side to the west side and then from the west side, how to go downtown to uptown. And being here that weekend really changed me. And and at the time I had a boyfriend I lived with and I just, there was something in me. I, I knew that I needed to be here. And I, and I actually, it's so crazy because I remember it so vividly like it was yesterday. I was working at the Chanel counter in Syracuse at the time. It was one of my many jobs. I always had a hustle in me. I was a bartender on the weekends. I worked at a at an auto supply company a few days during the week. And then the other days I was going to school at a community college. And I remember being here and just like, it was like eyes wide open and someone had come up to me. I was in Bloomingdale's walking around and someone at the Chanel counter there came up to me, asked if they could do my makeup and like the small town girl in me, it just (laughs) was so clear. I was like such a small town girl was like, this is so crazy that you're asking to do my makeup. I work at Chanel in Syracuse and they were like, okay, um, sit down, let's do your makeup. And then they were talking. They're like, oh, we're hiring. And I was like, you're hiring for what position? And they were like, we're looking for someone on the sales floor. And I was like, I'll interview. I have no idea where that even came from. But I ended up, the crazy thing is I went to Marquee that night until like three o'clock in the morning. I do not advise that before an interview. And the next morning I had my job interview. I was there for hours and the manager came back and she was like, you're hired. We're so happy. When will you be moving to New York? And I just looked at her and I said, give me two weeks. And I went home, turned my whole world upside down. But I just knew that this was an opportunity in my life that I, I I couldn't let pass me by and that I had no idea really how I was going to get here. I mean, my parents didn't have the means to help me. I supported myself and even growing up, I mean, I did anything and everything that I could to support my sisters and even the moment I could get a job, I worked on a farm with my best friend, who's still my best friend to this day. And we picked strawberries. We, you know, weeded the farm, did anything that I could to just make my own money. I was very, very independent, very much. I was very much the the middle child of the five. And I worked many jobs and I, you know, I helped my sisters with things with field trips. And and I've, I've always been this, like this mini mom, I've always had that in me where I just saw what needed to be done and I did whatever I could to handle it. And and this was a moment where it was just like, it's time for me to to do something for me. And I drove a U-Haul to New York with a friend, moved here, had no apartment in the beginning, stayed uptown at a friend's place, literally on the floor. And then I moved into the tiniest little apartment. I slept on a mattress on the floor. There were mice in the walls. It was horrible, but I had this sense of freedom, this sense of, wow, like I can, I can do whatever I want to do with my life. And with that, being said, I also was alone with myself for the very first time, like really alone 
in a way, you know, I look back at my life and it was like, I was doing anything that I could to survive. I was such a survivor and just kind of pushed through my entire life. And then, I mean, I I literally remember the first night in that apartment, like in this tiny little room that was definitely not a room. It was a closet. And I remember closing the door and it was like, I took a breath, like a real like inhale and exhale for the first time and, and just was like, oh my God, it's just me. Like, this is all up to me. And with that definitely still comes a lot of pressure. And what I had realized too was just this pushing down, this never allowing things to like really come up. And that can really take a toll on you mentally, physically, emotionally. And I definitely had that moment of acknowledging it, but I had to make money. I had to get to work. I worked at the Chanel counter in Bloomingdale's, but I knew that I wanted to model ever since I was little. I actually will say I thought that I wanted to model because I was always recognized from a very young age for my looks. And it gave me a sense of self, a real sense of identity and feeling enough. So I felt, well, that was something that made people notice me. And and it really made me fulfill this need of, of feeling like I was enough. So I really thought in my mind that that was what I wanted to do. And while I was working at the Chanel counter, I had visited so many agencies that all turned me away for various reasons. But, you know, it, it varied from that I was too short, which at the time, by the way, I've grown a full inch from doing my workouts. But I was, I was at the time, the modeling industry was so different And thank God there has been such a movement in the space. But those times were so different. If you were under a certain height, even 5'8", you were considered short. And I was fuller than I am now and was told that I constantly told that I needed to lose weight. So you can be recognized as something in a small town and then you move to New York and it's, it's like I was no longer this big fish in a little pond. I was now this little fish in a big pond. And it was a real awakening and it it, it definitely wore on me. One question I am probably asked daily is what skincare products do I use? And I am so excited to rave about Fortuna Skin because The second you start using their products, you immediately notice a difference in your skin. Their face and eye serum is probably like my hero product. I'm such a diehard fan. And their biphase oil, these are two of my must have products in my routine. I use the face and eye serum underneath my moisturizer and this helps depuff, it lifts, it brightens, and it evens out your skin tone. I swear you feel it immediately. And on top of just loving the 
effects of this product. The fact that you can use it on your face and your eye just knocks out one extra step in the morning. And I'm a massive fan of that. Anything that is like a multi-purpose, like please hand it over. And then the biphase moisturizing oil is like my essential moisturizing oil. You guys, this feels like silk, literally the second you put it on your skin. And I use this to gua sha and it's so hydrating. Like your, it literally feels like a drink of water for your skin with like a nice little immediate glow and plump, which we all want. This brand is truly luxurious and all of their ingredients are made on their organic estate in Sicily. This is a brand, like the second I started testing it, I fell madly in love. You can head to fortunaskin.com. That's F-U-R-T-U-N-A skin.com and use code F-S-M-W-H. That is F-S-M-W-H for 10% off. I'm so excited for you guys to try these products. Every single thing that you touch in the Fortuna skin line is just incredible. My tools, unfortunately, were not healthy and I resorted to late nights out drinking, binge eating and releasing and just in the moment when I was in that phase in my life, it felt really good to like let all of the things that I was pushing down for so long, like come up in that moment, that one moment with myself. And it was something that had become a part of my coping mechanism for a good handful of years. And I started cocktail waitressing. So now I was working at the Chanel counter during the day. And then I got this job at Marquee, which I had, I had heard how much the cocktail waitresses were making. And I was like, I have to do this. Like I worked in a, a bar in Syracuse. Like I can do this. Well, I didn't get the job at first. (laughs) They were like, no, you know, nothing (laughs) about upselling or, or just, you know, I, I really had no knowledge from the cocktail waitressing perspective. And Then one day I got a call that I got the job to train and I would work all day at the counter and then I would work all night at Marquee and I was on very little sleep. But once I started really establishing enough income to save and to really stand on my own two feet, I left I left the Chanel counter and was waitressing full time. And then I did get an opportunity with one of the biggest modeling agencies in the world. And I was told from them that they were very interested in me, but I needed to lose weight. And they gave me a couple of weeks. So I was determined to do whatever it took. And that that was really, at this point, I had already was on this like vicious cycle of having a secret eating disorder. But this is when things really got heightened for me because I got into the zone of counting my calories, of working out excessively to the point where I was just literally torturing myself because I thought and believed at that time and was also being told from many 
wellness professionals in the space that I needed to work out this way to see results. So I was doing an hour of cardio, an hour of strength training every single day. And I was also running outside and just running myself into the ground quite literally. And once I, once I started working as a model, it was the most important thing was maintaining my size and maintaining my shape because that was what kept me working. And I, I started working to the point that I no longer had to waitress at night because the nights were killing my day. I was exhausted going to casting. So once I stopped cocktail waitressing and, and gave everything to modeling, I got to a point in my life that I could no longer move forward living that way. It was just, I was running myself into the ground. And I had an evening where I drank far too much and was up the entire night binging. I barely slept and was practically just hugging the toilet and had this real awakening, this real moment in my life when I, when I, I just kind of woke up and as blurry as things were, I knew in that moment it was time for me to clean up my life, to really make a change. And if I didn't, that things would get very, very bad. And I could feel it. I could feel it in, in the depths of my soul. And that next morning, I made a commitment to myself and I asked for help because I could no longer rely on my own strength like I had been since I was a little girl to figure things out and to get things done and to handle things. And that was just my mentality and it, and it really broke me down. And getting to that point where you feel this sense of almost like freedom and, and releasing that you don't have all the answers and you need help. It, it is this freeing feeling, but I really wanted it. It wasn't just something that I said, like, I know can happen to people because you think you do, but you may not be ready. Well, I was really ready. And I started working with a therapist. I started getting really honest with myself, with the way that I was living my life, with the secrets that I had kept for so many years because of the shame and the guilt that were stored deep within my body from childhood. And it helped me really heal these wounds that were just wide, wide open. And once I started really understanding what this was, right, it was like, what was this feeling, this thing that was happening to me to lead me to resort to these negative tools? I started to strengthen my relationship to self and understanding, A, that was anxiety. That was this anxiety that was embedded within, but I did not know how to cope with it. So I was so ready to just, you know, to just become the best version of myself. And I started working with a health coach. I remember going to the health coach and this was before, by the way, that I went to IIN, to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I started working with a health coach and I remember so clearly walking in that first day and just, I had a mission. I knew what I wanted. I needed her to give me a diet plan. And that's what I, that was all I needed. And she did not do that. <laughs> we, we got really deep in it and it helped me to understand that the issue was never the food. I didn't have an issue with, with food. It was just how I coped with all of the things, with 
the weight of all of the years of pushing things down. And, and that was my release. That, that was it for me. And everyone has a different release or, or maybe a different tool that they access or that they resort to when things start to come up. And I was now learning to, to face it and to feel it. And it's, it's really hard. It's so emotional and it is very vulnerable, but I started to notice a shift within myself and I just started attaching myself to things that really elevated this feeling inside me, this real feeling of hope. And when I started meditating is when things really, really shifted and opened up. I went to a weekend workshop in New York and I learned how to meditate. And it was like, I saw myself. I saw myself for who I really was. At at that time, I was still battling with an eating disorder. I had cystic acne all over my face, all down my back. And I was now at this time, after years of no longer working at Marquis, I was, I was dating Noah. I lived by myself and I was in a relationship that was just so pure and stable and real and, and made me feel a real level of safety that I had never experienced before. And and when you have that real foundation of love, it gives you the opportunity for me to work on myself. And once I started meditating, I was able to really love myself in a way that I hadn't. Because when I looked in the mirror, I only saw the things that I needed to fix. And then once I started meditating and I started committing to this practice, I I really started to learn, to relearn how to love myself, how to be really kind and gentle. And it was something that I, I, I had never done. And it, it makes me cry because I think of how many people feel this way and live their life that way. And once I started to dive deeper, And I started to commit every single day, no matter what. I got down on the floor at the time, just sitting wherever I could in a chair, on a park bench, in a taxi. And I committed to this practice because I started to soften from the inside out. And it just opened me up. It really helped me to become the woman that I am today. And Through that process, I was really able to recognize that the relationship I I had to myself before then could change. And it could change because I wanted it to change. And even working out for two hours a day, I started to realize that that didn't feel good. You know, when I would walk into a workout, I was anxious and I would leave the workout feeling even more anxious. And when you meditate, it really expands your consciousness and your level of awareness so that you're able to separate things from self. You're able to really see things, even your thoughts. I'm now able to know that when I get into a spiral, I know that I can give myself that moment of saying, I am observing all of these crazy thoughts that are going on in my head. Those are not me. That is a story I can either lean in to believe or I can stop it dead in its tracks and I can give myself a different narrative to focus on. And the more I 
expanded this level of consciousness in my mind, I started to feel so different in my body. And I started to connect to movement that really brought me to life. And that was every time I did Pilates and yoga. And it was like, okay, like, what is this thing? How can I marry these things? And and then through, it was through my yoga teacher training with Tara Stiles at Strala Yoga. She was really who I, I modeled with for many years. We go way back. Huge shout out to Tara. I love her. She was really one of the first people that was like, why don't you marry the two things? Like you're the creator. You can do whatever you want. And it, and it gave me that permission, right? Because she really is such an incredible leader and expert in this space. And, and after my training, I started blending the two and, and sharing them online and, and sharing them on social media. This is right. I think I had maybe just 10,000 followers at the time. And I started sharing the stories of my meditation practice and my movement practice. And, and the more that I shared, I just became so in tune with this drastic shift that happened within me. And and I knew I needed to share it. I had no idea, you guys, what the hell I was doing. And I need to stress that because I didn't. But I knew that I had to share that there was another way. That there was another way to not only experience these results, these incredible results in your body, but to bring this level of ease in your mind while doing that. And I was scared, but I just, I leaned in. I leaned in, baby. The more that I would share, the more, you know, I remember, I remember someone from India and then South South Africa and then Australia writing me and and sending me these beautiful messages about how the work I was sharing was really helping them to transform and to become better. And it really fueled this fire in me to, to just keep leaning in, to keep doing it. And I did. I built a paywall behind a website and I started sharing everything on on my own site and I established a member base and I just I I look back now at this point in my life and I'm like wow how did I do like even even today I'm like how did I how did I do it how did I move to new and it's like it's it's when you you tap into this this real this calling this purpose because for me, I wasn't even sure like what, what it was. And I mean, I remember, I remember being on a trip, this beautiful trip. This was, you know, before I was doing this work and I was like, I have such a beautiful life. Why am I so sad? Why do I feel so empty? And at the time I was acting, I was modeling. And I knew I said, let me take a weekend to myself. Let me tap in. Let me get really clear on all the things that make me happy. I had no idea what made me happy. Because here I was on this gorgeous trip and I wasn't happy. So I knew there was no external thing that was going to bring me to a level of peace within. The only thing that could do that was myself. That was it. Not being with a partner that gave me a level of love and security. It was me. And I took that weekend. I looked at the things I wrote down at the end of the weekend that brought me joy. And it was it was like the simplicity of taking care of myself, of really 
treating myself with respect and with love and treating myself well. It was like eating a salad, taking a yoga class, rollerblading on the West Side Highway, getting good sleep. And I knew, I knew that was it. It was like, this this was it for me. And the way that I felt, I wanted other people to feel. I am so excited about this. In honor of our first podcast episode, you guys, Mary Ruth and her team are giving everyone listening a gift. Now, I've been using Mary Ruth's vitamins for years, and one of my absolute favorite products, their Adrenal and Focus Drops, they're giving you a free full-size bottle. Now, I use these Adrenal Drops every single morning in my warm water with lemon, like without fail, I swear it just helps me manage stress and helps me focus in a greater way. You just feel the shift. It's quite immediate. I do one dropper full and I use their kids adrenal and focus drops in my kids green juice, their smoothie, their water. They have no idea that they take it, but the effects are real. I swear the days that I forget to give it to them, I notice a difference and I slide it in whenever I can. I am so excited to team up with Mary Ruth's to offer my listeners a free full-size bottle of Adrenal and Focus Drops. You guys are going to love these drops and just like experience the shift. It's quite real and you feel it immediately. Visit maryruthorganics.com slash movewithheart to claim your free full-size bottle. I mean, that's a big deal. Free full-size bottle. You just pay for shipping while supplies last. I love Mary Ruth's vitamins, and they have really become such a big part of my routine. And I'm telling you right now, this is one product I do not leave home without, Whether I'm traveling, wherever I'm going, it's in my bag because I notice a difference. And please sign me up for all the things that just make me feel more focused, less anxious, and less stressed. Since the second I started in the space, none of that has changed. My mission to this day is to show and to share that there is another way, that you can learn to love yourself as you are in this very moment while still desiring things in your life. But it all starts with that seed of loving and accepting yourself just as you are, just as Louise Hayes said in her book, You Can Heal Your Life, which was a book that really helped me. That book and A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And a very important part that I must add, because while I started sharing all of this, you guys, I was like, when when I started tapping into this level of just awakening, I was pregnant with Benjamin. And that was also another part of me that knew I could no longer, after having this baby, live this life that I was living of working out two hours a day. And and just, I, I needed to simplify things, but still I wanted results. I wanted to feel results, both, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I, right before my very eyes, started to really, really transform. And the more that I committed, the more I transformed. And the more I just started to peel back those layers. And I I started to really stand in the essence of who I am, of who I was so terrified of 
because I do remember when I was very, very young, I always knew, I knew there was something in me that wanted to make a difference. I just, I didn't know how to get there. I didn't have the tools at the time. I I wasn't raised with those tools, but I share every ounce of myself. I share this story. I share this work to to share that there there is another way. And when you want to change and when you are ready to change, change will happen when you commit to it and you commit to yourself. And I started in my living room on a $24 tripod with no lighting, with no sound. My videos were horrific. I look back and there's a part of me that's like, oh my... I cringe a little bit, but I did it. And I had a website that was not perfect, but I started. And that is really the beginning of it all, to just start to really recognize the things that light that fire inside so that you can tap into that deeper sense of joy. And I just slowly started sharing it. I was still working full-time. I had my son, but... I was able to see that there was this other part of me that was just not being tapped into. And once I did that, I I just, I knew, I knew I needed to share. I needed to share this work. Now, today, it's, you know, I have an incredible team. I started with someone who is now on my team, who's now the COO, but started with me years back before I could ever afford her full-time. And now, you know, she's with me full-time. And Dylan was my very first full-time hire. And and it's like, here we are, here we are. You know, I started as a health coach. I started working one-on-one with clients. And I remember so vividly really being connected to the work, but knowing there was something missing and, and knowing that I needed to keep tapping in. And for me, it was getting and staying committed to my meditation practice because it, everything started to really reveal itself. It was like this strength of my intuition started to move through me. I started to really see things that I had never seen before. And it went from, you know, me working as a health coach to walking home one day off the subway after taking a class with a very well-known teacher who made me feel awful in the class and and just having this feeling come over me of like, why am I paying someone to make me feel bad? Like, shouldn't we be taking these classes to better ourselves, to to leave the room or the space that we're in and feel really empowered and like ready to take on the day? I didn't feel that. But I stand here today before you as a teacher who wants nothing more than for you to feel that in my energy when you are with me, when you're not with me, to know that anything that you want to do, anything you want to become in this life is possible when you believe it, when you do the work, when you really put your head down, when you stop comparing yourself to everybody else in the space and you tap so deep into yourself, into the strength of your intuition, you allow that to move through you. And if you're working full-time, and even if you have kids, to, to take those moments of energy that you have and to fill it with your joy. And, you know, a lot of the time people say, we don't have time, we don't have time. I just want you to pay attention to how much energy you put into scrolling on social media every single day. 
it's crazy, right? Like how many hours, hours a day do we spend giving our energy to social media? And then we don't have enough time for ourselves. So this is an opportunity for you to get clear, to get honest with yourself, to really manifest and desire this life that you want to live, the person that you want to move forward in this life as, because I know, I know it's true because I've lived it. I've done it. I'm continuing to do it. Things are continuing to stand in my way, but the more that I commit to the work and I stay consistent with myself and I meditate and I move my body, I move that energy through me every single day, things continue to reveal themselves. So I am... I just want to take a breath because I was so, I was just feeling all the emotions to do this. And I was standing in my own way to even open this podcast and to be so honest and raw and real with you because that's what we need. We need that. And I want to connect with all of you in that way because this is what has me here. I would not be who I am if I didn't allow this to come up. So I thank you. I thank you for listening. If there are things along the way that I didn't exactly touch on, please send me any questions. Send all the questions on even just episodes that you would like me to tap into. I went really high level here. I went deep and I really look forward to sharing so much more and not just sharing, but giving you tangible tools and takeaways so that you can apply them to your everyday life, to strengthen yourself from within and to really and truly become the best version of yourself. Because I know with every single ounce of my being that it is absolutely possible when you really want it. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa Wood Health. And if you are new to me, you can sign up for the MWH seven day free trial with access to over 300 plus categorized workouts and guided meditations, all available on melissawoodhealth.com. <laughs>